Wagwan people and welcome to another episode of the Joe Project Podcast and I'm your host Jovan but you may call me Joe. My apologies for not having a new episode for a while, I mean the last few weeks have been rough, you know, other stuff came in the way and those stuff had to be handled and taken care of but we're here now and we're back on track and we're here to stay and our last episode was a hit and i want to thank each and every one of you out there thank you to my fans you know well if i have fans i don't know if i have fans but you know a guy can dream don't but anyways thank you to my listeners and everyone out there and i really appreciate it you know we'll be doing more of those type of episodes you know I mean, this is a Joe Project podcast where nothing is, is untouched, nothing is untouched, and it's a podcast where we just discuss any and anything off the book, and we'll be having guests and all of those stuff. Let me just touch on a little with the sports. Well, Juventus can no longer retain their title in Serie A, because Inter Milan is a new champion of Italy. So congratulations to Conte and Inter Milan. They are the new Serie A champions. You know, it has been a while since they have won Serie A. The last time Inter Milan won Serie A was 2010, I believe, when Jose Marino was there. That's the year they won the triple. You know, but congratulations to Conte and Inter Milan side. Um, Juventus, you know, somebody else have to win sooner or later because the last 9 or 10 years you have been winning Serie A but I saw it go still and in England I think Man City will take that title that's Man City's title not think that's Man City's title though Manchester United can catch him up wherever and Liverpool is nowhere to be found but let me not disrespect no side because my side is has been poor this season despite what everyone thinks I know Arteta it's his first full season but Ah, we're not getting to that. And in Spain, it's still a tight race over there. I think any of the three big sides over there can still win. When I mean three big sides, I think Barca, Atleti and Real Madrid. But that's how it is sometimes. You have tight races and you have not so tight races. So, the last few weeks there have been protests and Manchester United fans have been protesting. They stormed Old Trafford. I mean, come on. These are fans we're talking about. And football owners have to understand that the most important persons are the fans. And without fans, there would be nothing. And this all started from the European Super League, where these founding 12 sides or 10 sides or whatever formed this European Super League. And my side included Arsenal. But at the end of the day, we just have to know what is right because a lot of fans protested and you know man manchester united fans protested as well and it's just one of those days but we have to look into ourselves for those football owners out there you have to look in, you have to look into yourselves and think is this very viable to do should we do this but at the end of the day remember the fans it's the fans that count but we'll be discussing more of that. We'll be discussing more of that sport on our next episode. And we'll have a special guest to talk about all that has been happening in the area of sports. So, 
On today's episode, I have a very special guest. His name is Rowan Johnson, a very good friend of mine, and he is the CEO of Amaru Business Development. And we'll be talking to him about his business and where it's going and what's and what's its status currently. So before I get into all of that, let me just read something. So let, so let me just go ahead and read what I have here. Somebody can know a person by name, where they live, where they work, the name of their wife and children, what car they drive, their height, their hometown, their age, and many other things, but still cannot know the desires and intentions of that person's heart. We live in a time where many people know who God is, who Jesus is, what the church is, or what Christianity is. But even so, they still do not know the heart of God, his desires and the desires of his heart. For example, it is impossible to know a person intimately until we invite them inside by opening the door of our house and letting them share a dinner with us. Just like Enoch, Moses, Abraham and so many others who walked with God, God is ready and waiting to start walking with you. We were designed by God to be where he is, to spend time with him and to walk with him. So when we are far from him, we try to fill our inner emptiness with thousands of different things and people. But nothing can satisfy more than a lifetime of walking with God. Only those that know God personally can really experience the beauty of his will and purpose of their life. So just remember people, walk with God every day for nothing can go wrong. For God can do wonders. And remember, pray, read, pray and read. Alright, so my guest today is Mr. Rowan A. Johnson. Mr. Johnson has published the self-help book entitled Find Your True Purpose. Words of wisdom from a college dropout turned author and entrepreneur. He has also founded and co-founded several ventures across a wide range of industries, namely business consultancy, distribution, snack foods, and vehicle maintenance. Johnson is currently the CEO of Amaru Business Development, which provides a range of business development solutions to entrepreneurs to include business and strategic plans, entrepreneurship training, mentorship and coaching, business registration, and trademark. He's also an assistant administrator at the ACRM Evening Institute, a social enterprise and community education program providing evening classes to individuals seeking to pursue courses at the Caribbean Secondary Examination Certificate at the CSET level. Johnson has been recognized for his work as a youth leader, being awarded the Ubuntu Award for Youth Leadership by UTEC, as well as the Guardian Group Scholarship to pursue a Global Leadership Diploma at the United Nations Established Youth established UP Center for Executive Education. He was nominated for a World Happiness Award in 2020 
which recognizes those that contribute to realizing a world with freedom, consciousness, and happiness. For all, Johnson holds a Bachelor of Science in Entrepreneurship from the University of Technology, Jamaica, and a Master of Science in Development Studies from the University of West Indies, Moore. Rowan, welcome to the Joe Project Podcast. How are you, sir? Thank you, Jovan, for having me. I am doing well, man. It is a, it is a pleasure. It is, a, it is an honor to be one of your first guests for the, uh, the Joe Project podcast. So, you know, I just want to get straight to the meat of the matter. First of all, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur, especially in these times when, well, before COVID, they started your 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 business but what yes. inspired you well the the my entrepreneurial journey started uh some 10 years ago and you know i always when i make presentations i always tell people i didn't have an entrepreneurial background nor did i didn't have any parents who started businesses and i also studied the arts in high school. So I, 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 for all intents and purposes, I, I was on track to becoming a lawyer because I studied the arts. It, it wasn't until I got the opportunity to go to Africa that the, the thought that I could become an entrepreneur really took hold of me. I recall being in a session one of the first sessions when I when I went to Africa, it was for a church youth program. And we were in Botswana and we were doing our introductions. And I remember one of the project coordinators introducing a young man. I think he was probably a year younger than me. And he said that he had started his own business. And, 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 the, and the word he used was that he was an entrepreneur. Let, let's backtrack a little. Where in Africa you said this was? So I was in Botswana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that was the first time that it occurred to me that I could also start my own business because I, 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 I saw this young man who was pretty much the same age as I am was doing that. Um, and, and, and from then on, I said, you know, that is a career that, that appeals to me. And I've stayed on that journey ever since. All right. So, so with this entrepreneurship spirit that you gained from visiting Africa, this helped you along the way in starting the Amaru business development. You know, you have some. Well, yeah, sorry. You have some entrepreneurs who want to start small. You know, like like a clothing line or you know one of those mm-hmm. small businesses. But what made you just think? outside of the box because you don't hear of too many business that involve that that involves you know helping persons with their tax returns and you know those stuff but what inspired you to think outside of the box to start amaru well let me tell you it wasn't this wasn't the first business i started as a matter of fact um the first company that i founded was one called examaka cultural group and we sold 
we, we, we made and sold Jamaican-inspired greeting cards. Now, that company was not at all a success, but it, 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 it led me down the path of wanting to learn more about entrepreneurship. And that was why I eventually studied the topic or the subject at UTEC. And, you know, while I was at UTEC, I, I gaining entrepreneurial experience, you know, helping colleagues to start businesses, um, being around my lecturers and, 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 and just understanding them, um, uh, participating in entrepreneurship competitions. You know, I, I, it's, I started to, I guess, develop a personal mission of, of, of wanting to assist and aid entrepreneurs. I just have a passion for entrepreneurship. And when I, 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 I left, I, I, when I completed my studies at UTEC, I, I started working with the business clinic, they call it, and I was writing business plans and strategic plans for them. And I got the opportunity to work on a, on a um, government funded project where we wrote business and, and feasibility studies for over 90 entrepreneurs uh, to aid them in, in planning, planning out the business. They were getting funding from the EU, I believe. And, and so they needed that, 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 that structure and that organization. And from there, I, I, I started working full-time with the Technology Innovation Center, which is a business incubator. So, so those experiences um, kind of molded much of what I'm doing now because it was, since I left the university, what I've done is worked with entrepreneurs, helping them to um, develop their businesses, helping them to plan their businesses. And so it was a natural step when I left full-time employment to start my own organization that provided wide range of, of, of business support services or business development services to entrepreneurs. And so you just said to yourself, all right, we're going to make this a full-time thing for me right now. That is right, correct? Because you have some persons who they're still yeah. working and they have the business on the side. It's like the fear that the business will fail. So they don't want to lose that job that they, that they have now. So some of them just say, all right, you know what? Mm -hmm. I will go and work and focus on business. But do you think that's a good strategy? I mean, it depends on where your business um, is at. But what, what can you recommend for those persons out there? Well, it, 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 it certainly is wise. Oh, let me tell you, we all have our, our, our various um, experiences and our, our various situations. So um, a, a, another individual may have more obligations than, 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 than I do, right? I don't have a chick or a child. I, I, I don't have any debt. So I, I'm in a better position to absorb that risk of, say, not working full time, focusing fully on a business, still, uh, you know, engaging in, 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 in small assignments to, to, to 
or short-term assignments to generate income. Yeah. But certainly I am in a position where I can do that. Others may not be. You understand? They, they, they may have student loans. They may you know, be recently married. They, they may have children. And so having a job takes away the uncertainty um, of, of, of not being able to meet those obligations on a monthly basis because they must sustain the families. So it, 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 is, a, it is a difficult dynamic though to, to, to manage because a, a business does require, especially to grow, it does require a lot of effort. But that is not to say that it can be done. Um, it certainly would take a lot of sacrifices. So it, 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 the, the, the answer to that is you have to assess your own situation. Um, you have to look at how much risk you can take um, be, be, before you, you, you dive off and say, you know, I'm going to start this business full time because it can backfire. And, and there are periods where you're going to go through a drought, um, especially when it's a, it's a new business. You, the, the competition in the market can be so intense and you really have to offer a lot of value in order to break through. Yeah, that and is that true. that can take time and that can take resources. All right. So all of that is, is very crystal clear for the persons listening in. But, you know, Amaru Business Development, let's, let's talk more about your business. Sure. Persons see the name and think, oh, it help people develop their business. But just tell us exactly what Amaru does for persons. I know you have mentioned it briefly before, but just tell us what Amaru does, what its overall sure. goal. Sure, sure. So let me give you a, a bit of, of history so I can provide context for the response. So Amaru, the name, let me start with the name. Amaru is taken from Inca mythology from South America. And it uh, what is, is, is what is that word now? Pardon? What is that word now? No, Amaru. It no. is taken from Inca mythology. And what's Inca mythology? So, so Inca, in, in, Inca was a group of peoples that, who, who lived in, um, in, in South, South America. So, for example, in, in, in Jamaica, you know, we had the Tainos. Yes. Yes. So, so in, in South America, you had Incas. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard also of the Mastic. Um, uh, hopefully, I have the word correct. The Mastic Empire. Yeah, so yeah. It, 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 so, so those those civilizations. So the the, the 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 word comes from so Inca mythology. You know, they have their faith, they have their religion, their practices. It comes from that, and it is associated with a serpent. Um, but but as I said, it loosely translated, it, it means. Um, a place of transformation because wherever they saw the river, there was a serpent, you would find water and, and there was some symbolic um, represent water held some symbolic representation as it relates to, as I've said, you know, transformation. Um, so, so when I started Amaru, it was the, the service that I was offering was a business registration. And that was inspired by um, a, a, a poor experience that I had at the company's office. When I went to register my business, it, it was I, 
I, I had gone, I was going to start a, a technical writing company. So I was going to focus completely on writing business plans because I had the experience. And I went there and I was just going to use my name as the business, R.A. Johnson, for the business name. And, and you know, I was told it was approved. Only to, when I went there, you know, after filing this certificate, they said it can't work. And, and you know, I, I, I was so upset because they had all of five days to call you and by right they should call you and yes, let you know yes. so you can even tell them, you know, um, all right, uh, use this name or whatever. So you don't waste your time. And I realized I was the only one who was having issues. I mean, I went there and I saw um, customer and and, 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 and and customer service representative having full on arguments. And, and there was just a, a, a lot of grumpiness, a lot of discomfort uh, by, by, by the customers. And, and you know, I, I realized that the process, it wasn't very efficient. It was not the business registration process that is. And I, in that moment, I was when I, I was in the company's office, I was looking around and I saw people arguing. I saw people, you know, getting um, very antsy because they were waiting for a long time. The place was crowded. I said, you know, I could do this better. And so from your experience, you just know nobody else got you that. Yes, that's exactly it. I wanted to take that pain away from the customer and also the company's office and their employees because it was frustrating for them having these people shouting and barking in their faces. Mm. So, so I, 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 I decided that, you know, I'm, I am going to um, make a smoother, make business registration a faster and smoother process. And I, I, it, this is an important point because business, um, to a large extent or a great extent, is about solving problems. And you'll mm. be amazed at the amount of business opportunities are around it if we would just pay attention. There are so many challenges that people have that would, they would be willing to pay somebody to, to solve for them. And this can lead to them being frustrated and just say, you know what, can't bother with this business thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many people were in there and said that there's care about the rest business. I have customers who have admitted that to me. So, so I, I, let me tell you. So, when once I saw that and having experienced it myself, I said, you know, I'm going to find a solution. And the same night, I, I, I connected with my, my my friend Colin, who who is a, a great um, um, web designer and entrepreneur himself. He has a company called One Shop. Okay. That's O N E S H A P P dot com, one shop dot com, mm-hmm. um, where where people can 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 sign up and have their own online store. So he we we pretty much built the the, the first Amaru website, website in a night. I uh, had it up. So in twenty four hours, we we actually had had that business in one night. Running. Yeah, one night business registration up and running. And I think within the same 24 hours, I got my first customer. I just ran an ad on Facebook. Got my first customer. With 20, within 24 hours, I had a business. Because, oh. I mean, this, is a, this is a venture that, is, that creates a lot of opportunities. Because, as I said, you have so many persons want to get into, the, want to get into business and be an entrepreneur. Yes, and yes. The whole runaround that it takes that you have experience it, it, it's just very frustrating and sometimes very persons just want you know someone else to to deal with that aspect and amaru plays a a, a very good role in that in that aspect so, 
very much so, very much so. I mean, we had such a great success with it. Um, we made the business registration process fast and easy. I mean, they could get it done in three steps. And within two days, they had the business registration certificate and we had a delivery service going. So, so actually registered businesses all across the island, all across the island. And if you, if you Google Amaru business develop, no, development, no, you'd see that we have 35 responses, even though average that's so much more than that. The 30, but every one of those persons gave us a five-star rating. Okay. Yeah. That's so a good thing. A, yeah, of course, we have an excellent rating. And not just that, I was doing so well that even the company's office recognized me and invited, invited me to a, a think tank that they were having with GIS. So you could actually Google, if you Google the business, Amaru Business Development, you'll see that article come up where I was at that think tank with the chief executive officer of the company's office, Mrs. Judith Ramnoga. Oh. That's all we were doing, you know? Um, and I, I did that, I did that for two years. But what I found, what I found is after after I registered the businesses, some of them, some entrepreneurs, it's, it's as if they didn't know where else to go. They didn't know what else to do. So, them, I, them I never know, like, them don't know um, the next direction after they register the business yes, and yes, if they should, yes. if they have a logo and the trademark and all of that, correct? Yeah, but, but you see, those are, those, those are just, um, those are, 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 I wouldn't say those are, are, are critical per se to, 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 to the, the business. Well, they're important, but in terms of gener finding customers and, uh, you know, generating revenue, that aspect of it. Okay. So those are important. The technical aspect of it, um, registering the business, trademark, logo, so on and so forth, and, and the branding. I mean, yes, that aside. They so can get all of that done, so but it's in just terms to make of the money come in get building a customer base, mm. you know, and, and 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 understanding their product and, and knowing what they're offering and how it differs from what's on the market, I realized there was a lack of knowledge there, and and there, there were some other technical also um, expertise that they lacked, such as you know accounting, um, planning, business planning. You know, and, 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 and so because of that, uh, because having recognized that need, after about two years, I decided that we're going to expand the, the range of, of services. And this led to Amaru going all out in other areas. Yes. So in terms of business plans, strategic plans, entrepreneurship training and business mentorship and coaching, to complement the business registration and trademark services, which we were already offering for the past two years. Well, it's three years now. Okay. So, so that, that brought us to where we are. Okay. That's, I mean, it's a very good initiative that you have been doing so far. And we just hope that Amaru grows from strength to strength in the years to come. So how has Amaru been, been, going on with the whole covid pandemic that is happening right now what's 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 it like for you all right let me let me be totally honest for the past six months i had 
in some ways I had stepped away from business because during the pandemic I was completing a master's and at the end of the master's now I had that's when I made the decision to kind of expand the services because what I also noticed is there were a lot of companies that were moving into the business registration space and I'd recognized that early I recognized that several months before and this is during the, the pandemic during the pandemic and and if you look at the statistic you know we um this year we had like a, a record number of well the past year we had a record number of businesses we had a record number of businesses from being registered record number of, of businesses business names companies being registered for the past year and that was during the pandemic um, that was during the pandemic and you um, might think so, that so, person so had a lot of people starting business and so um you we had more persons moving into the space because they recognized the opportunity so i had to be proactive and i started offering some other services and the business that has been started up during this time what what what's the what type of business mainly you see persons coming up with uh well what you see is just that more persons are starting companies, like online-based stores. That's what you're going to find. Uh, a lot of companies are starting up online-based stores, um, selling here, so on and so forth. Here, clothes, shoes, all of those things. So there's a lot of interest in starting online-based stores. Okay. So and like, that can be in anything. And this that is... can be anything. So this is helping them start the business or just registering the business? No, no. Well, 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 well you asked me what kind of companies you see people starting and yeah. I just responded to that. It's, 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 it's not that um, I personally um, have been involved, have been, have been, you know, registering these type of business. I just have been watching the trend and seeing what is happening. Okay. Because, I mean, the online venture is good during these times because a lot of people right now still are afraid to go outside or... Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So you see that, so you see that. But, you know, what, what, what I would also say, and I, 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 let me just finish what I was saying. I, I had stepped away um, for, for the past six months to, to take on a project that I could learn from. So... One of the key areas that we focus on is providing investor-ready business plans to foster access to finance. One, okay. one of the main, one of the main um, document submissions when seeking a loan for your business is a business plan. Okay. But I wanted to also get a better sense of what that process was like in terms of having interactions with the banks i've written i've written business plans but i haven't necessarily um seen what the conversation is like with the bank so for the past six months you know i got involved with a project where i not only wrote the business plan but then i also monitored um and uh, uh, monitor and sort of manage the interaction with the financiers, with the financial institutions that are the banks. Um, and, and that now has given me 
significant insight and I believe it would afford me a much greater leverage in terms of when it comes to all that, that service. Because I, and, and that is a business planning service, because I know, know so acutely what it is that the bank or a financial institution or lender are and, looking for. And all of this is helping. In a business plan. And all of this is helping you and the business, because as I always say, knowledge never ceases to stop. You're always learning Certainly. as you go every day. Certainly. Always Certainly. learning and always looking at different ideas for not just you, but the business that you have currently. Mm -hmm. um, I see where, let me just touch on something. I see where you gained the Ubuntu Award for Youth Leadership yes. by Youth. What, what type of award was that? Okay, that, that was a, a Youth Leadership Award. And, it, and you know, it, it, it sort of recognized people who were doing very good for the community. So... In the bio, we'd have heard that I am the assistant administrator for the ACRM Evening Institute. So, so I'm involved with, with multiple ventures, Amaru and, and ACRM being two of them. The ACRM Evening Institute, though, is a social enterprise. Okay. And it's, it's a community education program where we offer uh, low-cost CSEC evening classes. And this is helping... Within the, this is helping... And this is helping. We're deep in the community. And this is helping Happy adults alike, right? Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, young people and adults. Young people and adults. Um, and, and, and this organization has existed for, well, this year is going to be our 50th anniversary. This is going to be our 50th anniversary this year. Um, and and it, it was started in 1971 uh, by members of a Pan African, a tertiary Pan African movement called the African Cultural Renaissance Movement, ACRM. And I was founded at UTEC. And we, the, 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 the initially how it's, the movement started um, was out of solidarity for what was happening to black people all over the world, you know, during the 1970s. Mm -hmm. we still had much of the oppression. Well, we're still having the oppression, no, but, you know, there, then, then, then then it was, it was certainly more pronounced. Um, and they used to have reasoning sessions. The members of the organization used to have reasoning sessions with people from the community, young people from the community, Papin, Augustine, Kintai, Tavern, Gornto. And what they found though from those interactions is that a lot of them didn't have a secondary education or a primary education. And we also had um, some teenage mothers. There was that problem with teenage pregnancy. And they recognized being also students of Marcus Garvey, that education would have been a very important tool to uplifting them mm. out of their current situation. And education is always the key. Yes. And so they started offering remedial math and English classes. And also, by the time, um, O-levels, you know, later we moved to CXCs. And the mission has continued up until now. And we still serve the community, those communities I mentioned, but we also serve the UTEC community because we have students who probably need math and English to matriculate during the course. At our school, we have 
we have um, um, the ancillary staff, uh, the, the, the drivers, the security um, officers and campus who are also these subjects. And we have had many success stories throughout the years. You know, people who have come through, um, you know, there are ancillary workers that take the time, the subjects at ACRM, and then they eventually moved on to university. And, fact of the, mm -hmm. and in these times with the whole COVID, classes are mostly online. Yes, we have moved online. And that has provided us with the opportunity to reach a wider cross-section of people. So we have students coming from as far as Linstead mm -hmm. being a part of the program now. So we're looking to move outside of or to capture um, in the beneficiaries from outside of the community, the neighboring communities, that is. And it's always good to capture those persons who never had that opportunity, as you rightly said, because some persons um, even now, you know, don't even have any CXC and they don't know where the money is going to come from to do it and yes yes right now what acrm is doing is is very important and it should be recognized for helping persons who don't have it right now certainly and it has been it has been you know uh, we we got the i i and so i not not only did i receive the ubuntu award for leadership but the acrm also received a, an, an, an Ubuntu award for, you know, in recognition of the community upliftment work that, that the organization has been doing. Um, and, and I also consider even my most recent award from U United Nations, UPS scholarship, has been a recognition of ECRM's um, work. The, the personal awards that I've received are also credit to the, the work of the ACRM. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so you're 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 everywhere essentially. <laughs> well, not everywhere, but you know, I the entrepreneurship and education those are um, areas where I have, I guess, I've, I have the greatest investment because of uh, of the background behind those pursuits. I mean, what I didn't mention is, but it's evident from the book title, is that I dropped out of um, UWE. I was going to pursue law. So, so entrepreneurship and education, those are personal missions of mine, given um, um, what I've gone through. You know, uh, I, 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 I dropped out of um, university. I was going to pursue law. And what I realized, though, for those two years where I was out just starting business, uh, well, at least trying to start my business uh, and get it off the ground, is is that is 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 the relevance of the community that attending a university brings. It's yeah, not just the degree, but the community. Community itself. Yeah, man. When I went to UTEC, I I got um, adopted into a community. My my lecturers, um, my my. My, my, my fellow classmates, even the administrative staff, you understand, you become one of their own. And you have this group of people that you can call on. My Amaru benefited from that because you, of this I had bond. my colleagues from school helping and promoting it. And this bond that you have with them really yes. helped you along the way. Yes, man, certainly. They, 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 they support me so much. I, I, I mean, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. They, they provide so much support. 
so much support, let me tell you. Um, with, 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 with so much of what I do. And it's always good when you have persons who are behind you. In your corner, for sure. Yeah, and, and ensuring that you're doing the right stuff and ensuring that you go after what you want. For sure, for sure. Every time I release something, you know, you have one of them giving some word of encouragement. Okay. And just to wrap up, um, what can you, what word or advice can you give for upcoming entrepreneurs who want to make it out there, especially during COVID time? I would say to them to sit and plan. You know, uh, I, I'd want them to think long and hard about the opportunity that they're going after. And do some research, find out in what ways you can have a unique selling position because you're always going to have competitors. Yeah, that is true. And you want to put yourself in a position where you can be remain where you can remain strong and firm for your business and let your business continue to grow each and every day. Certainly. Uh, thanks to all that you have said, Rowan, and it has been a pleasure. Oh, it was my pleasure. Yeah, it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast, and we'll be having you back shortly, in due time, to discuss other matters with, along with other guests during these times. And I just want to thank you once again, and uh, continue to do what you're doing, and we hope that Amaru continues to fly and be very strong and firm during this COVID time. Thank you so much for having me on your platform, Joba. All the best. All right. So there you have it. And we just want to thank Rowan once again for coming on to the podcast and sharing his views and his entrepreneurial spirit and his business venture with us. So with all of that done, people, folks, we have reached the end of another episode. We thank you once again for tuning in and we're always here to stay. So remember, this is the Joe Project Podcast where nothing is untouched. And I mean nothing is untouched. Take care.